Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Lost in Translation. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game episode 20, The Prison of Fire. I'm May and because something came up and I was unable to record with Chloe and Quinn, I'm just joined by myself. But don't worry, I will be editing in Chloe and Quinn's thoughts. They've sent me through an audio file as they were able to record together and I'll put that into this episode. So hopefully y'all won't be missing them too much because they'll still be in this episode on their own without me. So let's go over a bit of housekeeping because today is slash was Digimon Con and it is still going. It's still got another hour or so on as of recording this and I will be doing a quick video update once it's done with the main highlights. So if you're listening to this after it's released on YouTube or any podcast catcher, the episode would already be out. So go check out the YouTube channel for that video. But if you're a Patreon supporter, then it is already, it is in the works, basically, if you're listening to the roar of this. So if not, go check out that coverage video and I'll go over a quick bit of highlights now, but it will be missing the last few bits as of the second the second TCG game's currently playing at the moment on uh, on the stream. But anyway, so here's what we have so far. So Digimon Survive has no release date, but de- the developer of the game changed from Witchcraft into Hide, so it was a bit of a swap of the developer and there's no release date and there's no estimate. It's just still being worked on and still coming and we get a little bit of information in terms of how the game will play. It looks to be a long game, there's different routes you can take depending on how you want to play the game and it seems to be fairly uh, fairly exciting still so it is still being worked on, it's not cancelled. The next bit of Digimon game news was that the new Digimon story game is still being worked on but we already knew that it exists but uh, so this is something that's been announced in the past. But we do have a little bit of a tidbit about the uh, story for it. So the Olympian Digimon will be appearing as important characters, and this game, unlike the previous story game, which was Hacker's Memory and Cyber Sleuth, this will be set in the digital world. Another bit of news, which sort of isn't news, is the fact that there are no ports or remasters planned for older games at this time. There are a lot of questions about the these games being remastered or ported to current-gen consoles, but each response was kind of, maybe one day if you want it enough and it'll make money, sure. So a lot of it was, not at this time, not at this time. Then we also had the Vital Bracelet Raid, which was the Apocalymon or Diaboromon Raid. I picked up Diaboromon, which was the winning raid. So that was pretty fun, except for the servers not being able to handle the load of all the people playing at the same time, because it was only a 20 minute long raid. So it was very slow, and watching the stream of it also highlighted uh, that it was had a lot of people going on at once, which means that it was a success, basically, because it made people actually play the game. So good on the game, I've never had it lag that much when I've been playing it before, so that was an interesting thing, and... It, just the, the shot of Pulsemon running will forever haunt my dreams. We also have news that there'll be either a new update to the VB Lab game or a new game completely, as in app. And this will have live PvP battles rather than just you fighting the ghost of another player. 
And we also have news of the next DIM set to come out, which is the Digimon Frontier DIMs. We don't get a name for it. We just have silhouettes of a Goonimon and Lobamon on there as well. So that's the next set of DIM cards. There's also Ghost Game plushies where if you buy them, you get a code that gives you storage capsules. So that's kind of cool too. Next was the anime segment. And we got more information about the Zero Two movie, about how it's set in 2012, which is still in the past from where we are at the moment, but is set two years after the events of Kazuna. So that will be exciting. And as far as I can see, there's no release date for that yet. And then lastly, and I guess pretty excitingly, is that Adventure Colon was will be getting an English dub. Now, this is something that we kind of heard about a few days ago before the con, but it wasn't confirmed until today. So we have Zeno Robinson as Ty and Ben Diskin as Agumon. And other than that, we have an all-new cast. There doesn't seem to be any returning actors to their roles from the original Adventure English dub. So basically, that's all we have at Digicon so far. As I said, as of recording this, the uh, second TCG match between US and Japan is airing. Apparently the US guy keeps on cheating, apparently. Uh, so that's that's uh, weird. Um, the other thing is that the TCG virtual app, which they are using, uh, is not going to be released, or at least they don't have plans to release it publicly. It's just for events. But it's also all manual. It's not like an automatic one that you can just play against someone. So that's a little bit of a shame. I was kind of hoping that they would release a TCG game uh, app on your phone so you could play it but if it's manual it's not that exciting anyway so that's all the news and now we can move on to the synopsis just as a bit of a recap for this week's episode so hero and ruri at theme park but as sabadramon and dark lizardmon are hunting hero down they end up capturing kiyoshiro and they threaten to kill him if jellymon doesn't reveal where hero is the pair then show up at the theme park and capture ruri and goromon and demand to know where black tailmon is it turns out that if they try to leave the prison of fire, they will disintegrate. Much like the person at the start of the episode, and that will forever haunt my dreams, just like the running Pulsemon. Gammon and Hero fight against Sabredramon and Dark Lizardmon, but Hero gets injured trying to carry Gammon to safety because he reverts. Gammon still wants to fight and ends up learning how to control his evolutions. In the end, Black Tailmon shows up and opens the gateway home for Dark Lizardmon and Sabredramon, and we also have Dark Lizardmon explain that humans see them as monsters, even if they're trying to help. Alright, so we can get into our highlights. Uh, which, wow, this started off with, with just a bang. I love the, the yes. cold opening, hot opening. <laughs> a very, very heated opening. Uh, I've seen this episode of Yu Yu Hakusho, but this time with a real bad ending, which was pretty sick. We We just saw a dude burned to death that I really kind of thought there was going to be an explanation and it was all going to be sleight of hand somehow, but now we, we committed to it. Yeah, we, we just saw a man die in front of his family, even. <laughs> and then traumatized them by making them believe that there were ghosts haunting them in particular. Yeah, we even yeah, we even like went back and clarified that later. That, no, this man is dead. So I think this might be our first actual permanent casualty Mm -hmm. confirmed uh, that is not even off-screen casualty of yeah. Ghost Game. So yeah. that's neat. We didn't traumatize the kids with it particularly, but, it, you know, still. Yeah. We um, did traumatize some kids with it, I'm sure. Oh, definitely. We traumatized the dude's whole family and a couple Digimon, as it turns out, but for different reasons. 
I just uh, meant the viewers at home. I know. But... Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really liked, especially at the beginning of the episode, they did a bunch of uh, like juxtaposition cutting from like super heavy that stuff back really to super light stuff. And it. yeah, like going from, you know, the person burning to death and all the flames and then just cutting to, hey, we're at a theme park having a great time. And we do that for a few minutes. And then we cut to Kiyoshiro basically be like, you know, seeing Jellymon uh, clutched in... Um, Sabergermon's talons and being mm. told like go to the roof and it was like oh it was intense they did a really good job especially at the beginning of the episode of uh making the the mood tense uh-huh. yeah um i did want to ask and i was hoping that i could hear air explain and, and hype to me about how Sabergermon is uh this you know obscure digimon but i will say why is Sabergermon not just virus type Bergermon? Can anyone justify that to me? I certainly can't. That's not a high or low light. I just wanted to say it at some point. That's a miscellaneous thought. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, there were some really beautiful shots in this episode. A lot of good camera angles and like uses of shadows and stuff like that. Um, I love how much of a herb Kiyoshiro is with uh, his int overflow and <sighs> limit break stuff. And yeah. honestly, I'm kind of sad that nothing really came of that this yeah, time around. Me too, but. Me too. It was very great uh, every time. Just I love watching him, do him that. be a herb. Yeah. Just every time. He, he is the herbiest. Um, also, we got plot today. We that was a plot. highlight. We, we got, got plot. Not not quite as much as I was hoping for, but we got a pretty good plot. Have yeah. a treat. We had references to things that happened in the past. We acknowledged that Black Tailmon exists and is able to like make Gates and portals to the digi digital world. That is what it's called. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, that was super neat. Um, I also really enjoyed the whole like concept of the like anti fire where you're safe where you're in it, but you you get burned Ooh, if yeah, you go out. That was sick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I loved that that idea, especially when it was then tried to you know be used for a really positive thing, which somehow it kept regular fire out. Which um, fine, that's yeah, fine. You know. Um, but yeah, trying to use it to save the dude in the house fire was a smart idea if it worked that way. And, you know, if the dude had just been a little more trusting of the Digimon, he he would still be... He'd not have been our first on-screen casualty. Yeah, I'll give that, although we definitely did a... It was all a misunderstanding to some degree. It was definitely done very differently this week. And, you know, thank you for mm-hmm. mixing it up. Yeah. Um, let's see. What other things were there? Oh, uh, so it was kind of neat to just kind of watch throughout the episode. Um, and then, you know, also just later have it spelled out for you uh, that Gammon is gaining control over which evolution he gets. That yeah. was pretty neat. It's a um, it's something I figured well would happen eventually. It's format. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I am not super pleased about where they put it in the series and, and how it just kind of happens. But, you know, I, I will say that it was well done uh, within, like, the context of the episode we actually had some good pacing by and large Mm -hmm. yeah yeah this was a really well-paced episode actually i think you mentioned something earlier about it uh being a misunderstanding but i do appreciate that this misunderstanding was it wasn't like a you know oh i thought humans like being burned to death sort of misunderstanding (laughs) and uh it also wasn't a misunderstanding that we could just undo either yeah there wasn't just okay i'll release the people now but yeah it's it's interesting it seems like all of the plot episodes are fairly heavy and consequence ridden episodes you know 
The last one I can really Which think of is... Which sort of makes sense, because I think, like, the original pitch at some point was, we're going to make a scary, you know, ghost version of Digimon, and yeah. then do horror episodes and then i think at some point you know someone said okay but what if we did the birds and someone said okay but you gotta like dial it down a bit <laughs> yeah but yeah like the last one i can think of is uh the gulus gamamon episode where you know we saw Pokemon <laughs> die and then gamamon just went nuts uh mm-hmm. and this was kind of the same vibe you know we saw a dude die, and the two Digimon who were trying to save him were instead accused of being the killers, and, you know, that stuck with them. It traumatized them. I like when we have, you know, actual consequences to things. Mm-hmm. Um, on an entirely different note, I think this is perhaps the first time since Angoramon has been introduced that we haven't ended on a dumb little one-liner from him, um, so I appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I have no idea if there's, uh, I have certainly not picked up on, like, a, a Japanese cultural thing that he's doing. Someone feel free to write in if there is a thing that I've just happened to have missed, because sometimes I do that. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as I know, it, it, it is just kind of one-liners that don't have any specific, uh, meaning. Yeah, no, they're not, like, classic sayings of Japan or anything that you know of? To my knowledge, no. Okay. Um... Well, regardless, yeah. that would be neat if they were, but maybe it's just Angoramon being a herb. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, that sort of fits. Mm-hmm. Big ol' floof ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, what's next? Uh, it was it was a very shonen episode, but, like, in a good way. Yeah. Uh, we had, you know, lots of very dramatic uh, big ol' punch with delayed effects and sparkly light things, but, mm-hmm. like, I didn't mind it. No, it was... It was, it was good. It was... You know, some of Digimon had its best fight scenes. They did some things with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and one of the most like beautiful shots of the episode was when uh, Battle Gammon was just kind of sneaking in behind uh, Dark Lizamon uh, to go up and whack him. And mm-hmm. they did the, the really nice sort of, you know, pan shot as he sneaks behind. And I was just like, wow, that was a, a really well animated shot. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I really like the way it's in Pathos this episode. The the coming back at the end to the fire and, and not having it have been caused by the Digimon and having them be branded as monsters and called murderers, like, that was pretty cool. And they were justifiably angry, you know, about that. Uh, they then kind of took it out on Hero for no reason. Yeah, but... the, that part was a little unfair, but they were justifiably, we you know, upset at the fact that for trying to save this guy, they were screamed, you know, monster and murderer at. Yep. You know, there's a mood, to be honest. A little bit. Uh, also, thanks to Ostig on the Discord for pointing this one out, because it kind of slipped by me originally. Mm, um, the At one point, Dark Lizamon even says, uh, you know, humans don't turn back into Digitama. And, oof. yeah, that, that was an oof. Yeah. They learned that by watching a human die in front of them, yeah. in front of his family, and then they got blamed for the apparently permadeath murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I still can't get over the fact that this is not this is a this is a a murder that we did not just undo at the end of the episode. Yeah, but that I think sick. is maybe just my single favorite thing about it. We mm-hmm. we really committed to a thing. Well, perhaps second favorite thing because we can't forget Froggy Town. Froggy Town. All hail Froggy Town. Froggy Town. And with that, <laughs> let's move on to our lowlights. Oh no, I hit the wrong key combo, damn it.
Okay. So for lowlights. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's a nitpick, but Digimon cannot decide on a, on a way... They don't know when things are corporeal and when they're not. Like, mm-hmm. we had uh, both baddies with the, the digital overlay thing that made it look like normies and can't see them and that they're not really, you know, solid. But then they crash into the ground and kick up a huge dust cloud that apparently people can see, although they yeah. react to it pretty minimally. They just minimally. think it's viral marketing, I guess. Um, or, you know, hologram marketing or something. And although we did comment on Gamamon getting wet, ooh, um... <laughs> Like, the degree to which people apparently just can't tell the difference between things that are opaque and things that are not mm-hmm. is... is It's a lot. It's getting to a point where it's... It, like, yeah, it, it feels like a... It's nit- do physics, apparently. A little bit, yeah. Like, it, it feels like a nitpick to list it as a lowlight, but every time I'm just like, wait, okay, so... Are they are they corporeal? Are they visible or not? Are they corporeal or Why not? Can people interact with them? Rules earlier. Yeah, yeah. They they you know back when Bokomon was still around, rip in peace, Bokomon. Uh, Farm upstate, Bokomon. Yeah, they like you know, it felt like he you know gave us kind of some some rules on how this stuff on how the mechanics of this worked, and then I feel like we've just kind of sometimes ignored that sometimes. That. Yeah. <laughs> um. I mentioned it earlier briefly, but it actually was, like, it's almost just a meme lowlight, but the fact that Kiyoshiro's Int Overflow and Limit Break did literally nothing, like, the how dare they? That, it was pretty sick. Yeah, like, he became a god gamer. Maybe there was just nothing to game in this scenario, yeah, so he yeah, didn't benefit from Yeah, he did just sort of stand there break. studying the thing, which uh, apparently was just, like, the most broken power we've seen all season. Yeah, for real. If he'd just attacked hero at some point successfully the like yeah they could have just killed him Mm -hmm. they certainly didn't believe they didn't know where black tailmon was for some reason yeah 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 uh which Um, brings me to well i'm also gonna interject my Ah. my next one there real quick which is that i am offended that they baited us so hard on the preview during the last episode for this episode because they really made it look like uh, Hero was about to just ram Kiyoshiro with his go-kart, and that's not what happened. No. They did literally just splice those scenes together Yeah, to um, f- fake, a, fake a moment. So I felt betrayed by that. Yeah, yeah. Um so uh, it was neat to get uh, new evos or the other evos and and the ability to just kind of pick his own to some extent. Uh, not like I said earlier, I'm, I there was an, there was sort of inevitable we were going to get that. I do wish that we hadn't then also kind of just made all of the forms stronger too, too because Gammon is a little less immature now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. I don't know, we did all three of the other forms and then came back to Bechdel Gamamon for a second time. Yeah, and it was the perfect opportunity to have it be Gulus Gamamon instead. Yeah! You know, Hero was in danger, mm-hmm. but nah, we're just gonna... I wanted to see more mature, but still just real pissed off Gulus Gamamon. Yeah. Like, and I'm more sure level-headed, we'll like a level-headed rage, as but, opposed to. And like I know a... this. I say this every time. We didn't have enough screen time for it. Although this episode, we totally did, mm-hmm. um, because I and I, I, we talked about this with some people on the server a little bit. 
Um, but I really wish if we were going to write out four of our characters effectively from the plot, that we'd have just had them send a text message saying, hey, sorry, I can't make it to the amusement park. Yeah, I'm going on vacation this week or something. S- send a postcard from Hawaii. Yeah. Just, you know, have a reason for them to not have to take up screen time so that we can include more things like, you know, having Ghoulis Kamamon make an appearance or something. Or, yeah, honestly, I just would have, like, even if we could have spent that time on, on a little more of give any reason at all why you don't believe Hero doesn't know where Black Tailmon is. Also, <laughs> yeah. why you were staking out Hero's house for no reason and happened to see Black Tailmon? Or were you tailing Black Tailmon but lost Black Tailmon but after seeing him? I think saying, it was the latter. Okay, uh, I'm just saying, like, if so, you've seen that they've interacted for all of, like, 14 seconds over the course of 20 episodes. Well, but they don't know how long they might have been interacting before that. Uh, I'm just saying. Which I guess is why we're this particular... No, you're definitely not wrong. And it only works if you allow man pain to just overtake Mm. all logic, which I guess checks out. Yeah, Dark Lizamon had two character traits this episode, which is that uh, he was experiencing man pain about not being uh, believed, and also... Uh, he doesn't believe Hero and is willing to light people on fire about it. Uh-huh. Because of man pain. Um, I, I touched on this earlier, but I wish that the power of determination wasn't just a straight-up strength increase. Um, they they mm-hmm. shoved way too much growth into one episode, especially considering that, like, he already had three or four evolutions. Now he can pick his own, and also he's better at things. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like, okay, I grant you, we did in fact just declare that Taichi's the important one this season, but we, we, we still could have dialed it back a little. Yeah, uh, and I think my last low light is that while most of this episode looked phenomenal, just like really good, there sure was a point where they just animated one big thing of fire, pasted it on the screen twice, and then let it loop like 20 times. Mm-hmm. And when you watch the episode, you'll know which part I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll also say that the Dark Flame thing, while a cool idea, sure was a Photoshop overlay that... <laughs> it looked a little funky, but, you know. It kind of looked like they were going some new form of Super Saiyan. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. I didn't mind it too much. It looked um, a little odd, but it certainly it was fine. wasn't It the... was serviceable. I just wanted to point out that I, I sort of, you know, snickered at it a little while I watched it. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, does that cover all of your lowlights? I think that's it. Okay. Well then, in that case, let us move on to, I believe it is now time to talk about, it's time to talk about our favorite characters. Okay. Uh, so, I'm going with Dark Lizamon. Uh, I know I complained about him being just a massive jerk, and that's true, um... You have to you have to let man pain cover a lot, but mm-hmm. the parts that were not that uh, were like you know pretty emotional, and I mm-hmm. do get why seeing a person die in front of you, the first permanent death you've ever become aware of, mm-hmm. and then be blamed for it by an entire crowd of people, it could be more than a little uh, upsetting, mm-hmm. especially when you were actually doing everything you could to ensure the exact opposite happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're going for Dark Lizamon? Yeah. I yeah, I I respect that. Mm-hmm. I respect that. I'm almost inclined to pick Dark Lizamon as well, but I think I'm actually going to choose Gammon this time around. 
Um, because I feel like I've all, nearly been a broken record saying, wow, I really re- wish that Gammon would grow up a little bit. And Gammon grew up a bit in this episode. He decided, you know, I'm going to protect Hero and, you know, kind of came into his own a little bit in being able to, uh, you know, pick his evolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, no, like, the, there was definitely some good stuff this episode, and I don't want to detract from that. Gammon was legitimately good. Hero was mm-hmm. also there. Hero was also there. Um, but yeah, they, they had some good moments. Um, you know, Hero went and just carried Gammon when Gammon couldn't run. Gammon then, you know, decided, okay, well, I'm going to protect Hero when he twists his ankle because, you know. Now I can run again. Due to the power of determination. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's I'm, I'm willing to forgive that because it was a really good episode. And I also liked the fight scenes. Sue me. That's fair. They were good fight scenes. They were. And you know what? It's a show about monsters fighting each other. Mm-hmm. It, if you're going to do it, do it well. Mm-hmm. So much better than Colin. Yeah, just astronomically. Um, okay, so that's our favorite characters. Let's now talk about our rankings. All right. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, I'm putting mine in fourth place. I liked it uh, better than 18. Um, is I, I think where I put that. I don't uh, have the thing up in front of me. Uh, you're putting it under episode uh, 18? Under 18. Sorry, I yes. did like it better than uh, the, the second episode with, with Mummy Mon, which yeah. was pretty good, you know. It was perhaps the epitome of, uh, oops, misunderstanding, though. Oh, you, you you mean people don't like being mummified? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was the first time we'd pulled that one, so yeah. we kind of got away with it, but it was And I'm really glad that we didn't have a, oh, you mean people don't like being lit on fire this episode? <laughs> like... That would have been pretty bad. <laughs> Look, sometimes you learn things through trial and error. I guess, yeah. Uh, you you have given your ranking, but have you given us your rating? Uh, uh, I'm going with a 4.5. So this 4. is 5. the highest end of my 4.5s, but it's not quite a 5 for me. Okay, that's fair. It, it was kind of a struggle for me to decide as, as well. I was kind of flip-flopping between a 5 and a 4.5, but I think I'm actually leaning more towards the 5 side of things. That's fair. But in a way that's going to make it functionally identical to yours, because I think I'm putting it at the bottom of my 5s. So it's like the same as the top fives, of the 4.5s. Yeah, probably both go there, but... Yeah. It was a really good episode, Um, and honestly, really, the only thing that I wish had been different was that instead of getting, uh, geez, mom, why does your, uh, why why does your mom let you have two battle Gammamons, we could have a Gulus Gammamon instead. Yeah, and I maintain we could have had the screen time for it. Yeah, but that's really my only nitpick, or that's like like my only major letdown. Uh, Everything else is more or less a a nitpick, or, you know, more a a Digimon as a whole system problem. I wish Ruri's also there has had names and personalities. Come on, Atmon. I think they have names. They have names. They might have names. names. But I don't remember them for what it's worth. (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Uh, All right, I'm, I'm... Disproving my point, but what's her name from Atmon? Uh, I. I, yes. I only remember that because I just want to dive into there we the go. future. But yeah. yeah, like, I was great. You can do this. Come on. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but so I'm giving it a five, but it's going to be at the bottom of my five. So I'm putting it under episode five in fourth place as well. Sounds good. Because, yes, I also liked it better than the Mystery of the Museum, but a little bit less than the Jellymon reveal episode, I think, which was episode five. <sighs> Jellymon's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so that is ratings and rankings. Next up, 
let's talk about our miscellaneous thoughts about this episode. The marker, but... Oops, ah, crap, you're right. I didn't. Sorry. Let's talk about our miscellaneous thoughts <laughs> about this episode. Okay. Uh, so, pretending to be holograms would be a lot easier if you weren't so clearly opaque when you say it. Like, yeah. We'll pretend to be holograms, they say, as they walk and make sounds as they step upon the earth. Mm-hmm. Then, then, like, we at least acknowledged it this week mm-hmm. a little, that that's not what a hologram is. Mm-hmm. It, it is a better excuse than uh, than we used when t- in Tamers with, it's a really cool costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know... Yep. It's wearing, it's wearing pretty thin, especially when you then sit on the park bench and, you know... No one else can get on it for an extended period of time because you're mm. reading a book. Yeah. Well, and we did have people start to notice that, like, uh, you know, people mm. notice the the dust clouds when the Digimon, when the when the when the baddies whose names I'm From blanking the on fell out of the sky. Baddies who weren't corporeal, I thought. Yeah, mm. and you know, uh, the 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 ride operator on the little log flume thing was like, wait, holograms can get wet. So you know. Maybe maybe people will start putting two like, and two I together. Think we're, we are actually maybe doing a bit of foreshadowing there, and, and I hope that'd so. be cool. I hope we are. Um, uh, you already talked about that one, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. Uh, so can can Red Gamamon fly? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? <laughs> we established this week at least that Wesen Gamamon can move. Yeah, we did. I would have thought Wesen Gamamon would be probably slower than than he was but yeah you you kind of mentioned while we were watching that it seems like they're just kind of removing the downsides of each of the forms as we go and it's kind of weird because yeah like literally just a few episodes ago in the peter pan episode hero was like wait don't evolve now because what if you if we get what if we get what the if big we get one? A bad role or whatever yeah. yeah um but then this time we got wasn't gammon and then just ran away yep and like fairly fast yeah and faster than hero could have like, run yeah we didn't decide to change back because we wanted to be faster we got punched out and then used the power of determination to mm-hmm. to be harder faster stronger better yeah well and it's certainly i'm sure it's not the first time it's happened in digimon but we we you know saw someone get hurt so bad they devolved so that was kind of neat at yeah, least to just true. i don't know i uh, haven't yeah, I watched that much digimon that this so. series yeah i don't think it's happened this series i'm assuming that i've probably seen it in some of the other digimon that i've watched but i can't honestly remember right now mm-hmm. um but it's at least good to you know kind of have a, a something to have our feet on the ground on this is it's following the established laws of reality of digimon i guess mm-hmm. or something i don't know um but, but, um yeah and then also uh, i noticed that the um the theme park they were at everything was like you know, GG City Park or GG Kingdom and so on. And good I just. Good Game City Park. Well, so is it Good Game or is it Ghost Game? Uh, fair question. I don't know. Like, or is there some other thing that GG could conceivably stand for? Yeah. Uh, and I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but why is why is Dark Bergeron not just the virus type of Bergeron? Can you. What does a vaccine type Sabergeron look like? What does a, what is a, what is a virus type Bergeron look like? Are they different? What? Why does this exist? I realize that our air is probably very excited to have seen this one animated, and that's mm-hmm. cool, but I still want to answer you, my question, dang it. Why do piranha plant have bone inside? Why do piranha plant have bone inside? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, uh, I think that about... Uh, so one thing I forgot to write on the notes here is mm. what are our thoughts about the series so far? Which let me plop down a... Whoosh. What are our thoughts about the series so far? We're sure going some places. Um, I definitely like how mysterious we're being with the... Uh... Uh, Black Tailmon here, the, the slight nod after the gate was cool. Um, I, I actually forgot to mention earlier, but I briefly thought we were going somewhere with all of the little robots going, welcome. I thought, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to have them just get employed at the theme park, <laughs> yeah, which yeah. And that, honestly, such a Mega Man EXE ending. To be honest, when you said that, that was a big tipping point for me in my rating of going from 4.5 to 5, because I was like, oh, wow, the ending could have been so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> they could have worked at the theme park you know doing it also led me to question when i thought that was happening like are the normal holograms sentient now but i think they were i guess hacked by black tail on something like that oh yeah i don't think that'll end up mattering because this is not atmon Black Tailmon or Hero's Dad or both, if they're the same thing, person or something. Yeah, I think they're maybe partners. Ah, maybe. Okay, uh, so that covers our thoughts on the series so far, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are our predictions for the next episode, uh, which was entitled Spider's Lure or something like that? The Spider's Lure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I predict that Ruri is going to be written out of the episode by just having her spend 80 to 90% of it trapped in a spider web. Mm-hmm. Possibly she will have uh, some other girls with her who she will not meaningfully interact with. Yeah. We sure got a lot of people hanging upside down in the in the little preview. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my predictions are basically covered by spider. Mm-hmm. There will be spider. Yeah. Uh, and... Do honestly, this episode gave me some trust issues with the VO because uh, I, I can't trust the voiceover. They made it look like the that hero was gonna ram Kiyoshiro with a golf cart, not golf cart, go kart, uh, yeah. and that did not happen. So I'm very interested to see how this will all be a wacky misunderstanding next week, and that um, the 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 spider who is uh, just wrapping everyone so up. So it should be Arachnemon, but for some reason the dub decided that this was the one name we were gonna ja- just leave in the original Japanese pronunciation. I think someone just didn't get the Arachne, but it's Arukenimon in the dub. Hmm. They and I guess Arukenimon. in the original, in the original as well. Just it's not. Anyway, anyway, um, so I'm I'm very looking forward to seeing how Arukenimon was just uh, had a misunderstanding and thought that people liked being eaten. Um, I mean, there are certainly people who like being tied up. Well, look, okay, um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't really have much in the way of thoughts beyond that. It looks like uh, here, it looks like Gammon was in a bit of a pinch at the end of the preview there, with uh, Gammon yeah. about to be uh, presumably eight. Yeah, maybe so, he'll be overconfident and think he can. Yeah. Choose whatever he wants or decide that none of his forms are enough and he needs to dig deeper and, and go Super Saiyan. To battle Gammon, or uh, Ghoulus Gammon? I could see it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if I, uh, I run the risk of becoming a broken record here because I will predict that every episode will have Ghoulus Gammon <laughs> if I'm allowed to. <laughs> I definitely think that we're going to have to see a Ghoulus Gammon episode soonish just because... Mm-hmm. Like what else could we be building toward? If we don't get another, if we don't get another Gulus Gamamon by episode twenty-five, I will riot. Yeah, 
That's about right. We're on what? 20? We're on, This was episode 20. Uh, Gutlus Gamamon first appeared. I'll give him until in... 26 just because of laws of anime scheduling. I suppose. When the heck did Gutlus Gamamon first appear? It was an episode that we all gave a five. It was episode 13. Yeah. Yeah. 26. So 25, 26. That's going to be. Okay. Yep. That... I'll give them until episode 26 to give us Gutlus Gamamon again. Yep. After that, I riot. I would also really appreciate it if, in the near future, Gamamon acknowledged uh, the concept of death. I yeah. actually super thought he had killed the the baddies this week. Yeah, I thought that's why the fire disappeared, and I was like, "Oh no!" So this is like a, a new like. This could be a whole thing. Yeah, but I no. Instead, he just punched him real hard, and I guess I don't know. Hard winded him. That he forgot. To winded him fires. so hard that he couldn't keep the fire going, or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Also, it was it was kind of interesting, just a completely miscellaneous thought that I meant to mention earlier, but it was interesting that uh, Jellymon tried to escape the fire by going down through the floor mm. and got burned, um, but when the fire dissipated, it didn't, like, burn them as it shrank. Did yeah. it shrink, or did it just kind of go... Poof? I think it just poofed out. Okay. In that case, never mind. Uh, I would, trying the floor was, was clever, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that is all that... We've got some master's degree on. Mm. <laughs> yeah, those Kiyoshiro, you know, being very thoughtful and studious and thinking, you know, I, to his credit, he did stop Jellymon from just going outside the flames. He figured there must be something up with the fact that they weren't getting burned, but he didn't really, he couldn't really put his finger on what it was until Jellymon just happened to get impatient and just kicked the, the yeah, water bottle out of the yeah, thing. Which and I it feel just like it's just cliche. A little bit. It's a very convenient, uh, plastic bottle that i don't think was there when the fire started <laughs> <laughs> i sure don't think that it was yeah but you know whatever they didn't start the fire uh no that was dark lizamon uh-huh. now we know who started the fire and well we no they didn't stop no, they didn't start the question. house fire that's true the house fire was presumably natural causes that's fair or there was a real murderer Ooh, hero's dad Ooh. anyhow <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we so have nothing more prediction. to say. Hero's dad <laughs> killed that guy. Yeah, something to that effect. Okay, well, yeah, that's uh, I think about all we've got. So I guess yeah. we'll we'll see you on the next one. Bye. Night, everybody. Yeah. Or whatever time, I guess. Night, morning, stealing a hoodie's joke here. <laughs> have Bye. a good one. <laughs> So before we get into Quinn and Chloe's thoughts, I'll go over my discussion points for this week's episode. So first up, highlights. What were my highlights? So I loved the animation. It was beautiful in this episode. I liked the fact that we got like a hint of plot. Black Tailmon seems to be a little bit suspicious at this point. I'm wondering if he's actually evil. And since he's connected to Hero's dad... Is Hero's dad, by extension, also evil or at least doing things that other Digimon don't like? It was nice that we had Sabredramon and Dark Lizardmon not necessarily being good or bad. They were kind of like, I guess they were kind of good, but also a little bit shirty that the humans were blaming them for things they were trying to help and they were trying to save the day, but they ended up getting the blame for it. And that was a nice perspective. So there was a bit of plot sort of hidden in this episode. Of course, we also have Gamamon continuing to grow as a character, which is something that we had in the previous episodes, how he had him running his own errand. So it's nice to see that we're continuing to have him grow as a character 
and not just being his baby forever. And that is refreshing because a lot of seasons, except for maybe Tamers, have the Digimon partners just kind of act like they were at the start of the episode or start of the season, and the characters that do grow up and do have arcs are the human characters. But this season seems to have a bit of both, which is is, is absolutely refreshing. So, yeah, I, I like this episode. I don't think I have too much to say about it, but it definitely was enjoyable, and it definitely... I, I can't think of any lowlights except for maybe the fact that Ruri and Kyosha were kind of written out of the episode. I liked the fact that they established that they couldn't escape or they will be disintegrated, but I don't understand why Sabredramon and Dark Lizardmon were, fi- like, fighting just Hero. Like, why were they just after information from Hero? They didn't really elaborate why they were after Hero in particular, all of these children have sort of interacted with Dark Talon before, so I don't really know why they're just picking on Hero. Maybe it's because of his dad, I don't know, but at the moment it just leaves a big question mark. But overall, that's the only low light I can actually think about. For favourite character, I actually really like, like, I was all, I was going to choose Gammon, but then I had to choose Dark Lizardmon on the basis that Dark Lizardmon was just really fun. I just... I felt like he had character. I like the moment when Hero asks what happened to the man that they tried to save, and Dark Lizmon says, well, humans don't turn back into digi-eggs when they die, kind of thing. And it was kind of vague, but, I mean, you definitely got the idea that he definitely did die. In fact, you see it, which is something that's interesting about this. We got our first on-screen death of a human, and I can't recall many other deaths of humans happening on screen. They usually are, like, subtly hinted at, like, I don't think Daigo ever... I don't think we get to see Daigo die. He just kind of, like, gives a thumbs up and passes out. Like, it's very, very vague. But, uh, yeah, so that was, that was, that was pretty cool. We actually got to see death. It went pretty dark, and it shows that this season isn't too afraid of going a little bit dark. In terms of my rating... I gave it a 5, and out of 5, obviously. And my ranking, I'm going to have to put it in 4th place. Now, I'm just realising that I said that I was going to put in Quinn and Chloe's thoughts after this, but having said that, I'm like, no, I'll put them before so I can actually announce what the overall rankings are. Sorry, it's been a day today. So, yeah, everyone put it in 4th place, so the overall is also in 4th place, and that makes it nice and easy. So just ignore when I said that the Chloe and Quinn segment's coming up after this. I'll put it at the end after my uh, my monologue, as it were. So thoughts about the series so far is just... I'm, I'm really liking it still. I like that it goes a little bit dark. It doesn't, it's not afraid to have actual death. Previous deaths have been kind of either hinted at or they've... Oh, and everyone was fine at the end of the episode. Just a quick, like, gotta write that in to make sure people don't worry about them. Or just... They only show some people that were spirited away by the Digimon, not all of them. So it actually shows that humans can die in the series, and this is more of a confirmation about that. And I'm really liking that aspect of it. So for Postmon Pat, first up we have KG who says that it was going to be a two-parter. With Ruri being shattered as a cliffhanger, they would have liked to explore this world and the doppelgangers more, but aside from the ending, they love the atmosphere. Although they fully agree that at a certain point they're going to need the kids to be like, hey, you definitely tried to murder us and that is not okay, just like once. And uh, as a side note, they thought that we were going to get Witchmon and they're a little disappointed we didn't get Witchmon. 
Next, we have Twilord who says they're glad that they skipped the which one is real cliche. And yeah, after like thinking about it, yeah, I'm absolutely glad that they skipped that too because it's always frustrating when it's done in media. Anyway, so they continue to say the key point of the Digimon franchise is the power of the bond being that freaking strong, and it did a good job of showing that power of friendship stuff without over-explaining. Yeah, now you've said it, it did a really good job of having like the power of friendship actually made them know which one was their partner human and which one was the shadow. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I completely missed that point completely, but I really liked that, so thank you for pointing that out. And then they finish to say, oh, and the emotional distress allowing the Digivisor to bridge a gap in time and space reality is honestly pretty pretty basic for Digimon. And yeah, I, I, I get that. Next, we have Neobu who says that as much as they enjoy Ghost Game, they've never realised the biggest issue with the show. They play off all these different stories and horror ideas, but don't use them to develop the unique Digimon characters enough. When they first saw the shadows, they thought they were going to be shadows of Ruri and Hiro's mother and father, respectively. Or yeah, hero's mother and father, and uh, which could have been a way to use the concept to show what they fear about their parents. But nah, they just did the straightforward shadow monsters and didn't do anything that gave us more insight in the characters. Ah, oh, yeah, that that's a good point. That would have been really really fun. Next, we have Danny who says they had fun listening to the podcast and their favorite part of the episode was Jellymon waiting for Gammon to start crying. Yeah, I, I feel like we, we we didn't mention that enough, but yeah, that was very on brand for, for Jellymon. She was like, oh, we'll just wait and he'll cry and then I will save him. It'll be fine. Next, we have Frozen Studios who says they really enjoyed this episode. They're going to have to give it a 4.5 out of 5. The premise of this episode was really cool and for it being really unsettling. The end of the episode was really weird and they hope they get flashbacks from this episode to see what Piximon saw. And then they think they might give the episode a better score. Next up we have Ponchomon, who really enjoyed this episode, but they don't think that Piximon was actively evil, at least from his perspective. They think, in addition to his ability to time travel through time and space, he's just a mischief-loving Digimon with his mischief-loving personality and enjoys making computers run wild and its cherished be a fairy tale that it always holds in its hand, although it has no ill intent. So that was, I believe, the Digimon reference book entry. Then they say, of course, what he did was clearly bad, but he doesn't see it that way and sees it as harmless, which is why he's unconcerned. Similarly, as, as, as to why Piximon has a space-time travel powers, that seems to be taken de definitely... Okay, it was from his reference book entry. It, d it just doesn't really focus on stuff like its previous anime appearance because it's naturally kind of super OP, even by Digimon standards usually. And yeah, I feel like Adventure kind of said, oh, he's really strong despite his size, but then, yeah, they didn't really do much about it. Next up we have Digital Hazard who says they like to think that it isn't time travel but just di different digital planes, just like what the Dims do. Going from the pink digital rings he summons, they at least want to see Battle Gammon fly around Iron Man style, style but no, fly jump is good. Also straight up, Piximon is a baddie, got wrecked by pure Gammega in the past and then simped over Dark Lord Gullus in the future, they can dream. Next up we have Narumi who says they like this episode a lot but it has so much teasing that it's hard to give it a definitive score. If these teasing are f foreshadowing of future events, the episode will be great, but if we don't get anything from them, the episode will be awful. And that that's a good point. And next we have Andrew, and lastly we have Andrew, who says that, hey, Piximon spoils the future, and how he doesn't think that Gammon's saying his hologram a little will work, but that Digimon logic, don't think too much to consider the biggest cries of the town were overgrown veggies. And yeah, no one's mentioned the, the Zasumon since, but 
a lot of people were there to uh, to witness it. So I, I hope that hope that comes back up. And that's a even I started to forget that someone existed. So maybe that's just their effect on me. And of course, before we hand it over to Quinn and Chloe, predictions for the next episode. So episode twenty one has the spider's lure, which I'm I'm kind of worried it'll be another like everyone gets kidnapped except for Hero. But I'm hoping that it's like it's not that like it, maybe everyone is fine except for Hero, or maybe it's like it's a Ruri episode or Kyoshiro episode. But overall, I don't know it didn't seem super clear in the preview, which is something I'm appreciating about these previews. They're always super kind of vague. The Adventure Colon ones were fairly in depth and often spoiled which evolution we were ha- having and whose episode it was or whatever. But these ones are fairly vague. We do, however, see that it's Aru Kenimon in this episode. So that's pretty cool. It's always nice to see Arakenimon. And I also believe that Arakenimon appeared slightly in the in the opening of the of each episode, that little a- opening animation. So it's nice to see that we're kind of filling out the Digimon that appeared there. And I'm at the point where I'm wondering, hey, maybe maybe Lusamon is the big bad because he was also the only one completely 100% visible in the opening animation. But anyway, those are my thoughts. So, of course, you're joining us next time for episode 21, The Spider's Lure, and make sure to check out our videos on the YouTube channel. The link dump is linked in the description, and so is our Redbubble and other ways to contact us. Like email us at lostintranslationmon at gmail.com, commenting on this episode on our website, lostintranslationmon, at, no, not at gmail.com, lostintranslationmon.com, that's the website. I've been doing so well, not flubbing. Anyway, and of course, you can also comment on this episode on YouTube, and we'll read it out on Postmon Pat. You can follow us on Translationmon on Twitter, and you can follow us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore hero on TikTok, and I stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash translationmon. You can also chat with us on Lost in Translation on Discord server, and we would appreciate it if you review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcast app that you listen to this on. And if I see it, I'll read it out. If not, please let me know, and I'll read it out on the show. You can also donate to our Patreon, which is linked in the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server, but there are higher levels, more rewards, unedited, and early episodes, and more. And thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe Stephen Reeves, who is Wildman64 on Archive Our Own, Kadawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Carl, Lismut, who's Lekman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Gone Hunting, a Hunt Hunter Watch Podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Shelby, Digital Hazard, who is on Twitch at The Digital Hazard, Dedicated Gazi, Alemist, and Michael. And of course, you can also make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found linked in the description. It's paypal.me slash Erdramon. You can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Erdra. And thanks, y'all, for listening along. And, of course, check out our coverage on Digimon Con, which you can find on the YouTube channel. And, of course, I will see you on the next one. Bye!